I'm fucking, I'm beat. I'm beat, man. Beat. The ground's been beating me up today. Yeah. It's been slippery as shit out. Slip sliding. Yeah, it like snowed and then froze over. Surprise snow. I was so mad. I woke up this morning, I saw snow, and I was like, I'm going to get mad if I call out. I'll tell them I'm sick. And they'll be like, what's wrong? And I'll be like, I'm sick of this shit on the ground. I did the same thing. Like, I woke up and, like, it was dark because I woke up at, like, six. And I was like, is there more snow on the ground than when I went to bed? And I was like, nah. Must just be, like, because it's dark and I'm like, the shadows are messing with me. And I'm like, wait, is it snowing? And you look at, like, the street. I can see, like, a street light from, like, the street behind my house. And I was like, shit, it's snowing. Yeah, dude, I was so fucking triggered this morning by the snow. I was so mad. It was ridiculous. Then it, like, snowed for a bit, and then it, like, the sun came out. I was just like, this is dumb. This day is (laughs) dumb. And then I, like, slipped. Like, I walked into work, and I slipped and fell, and I was like, "This, I'm dumb. Like, (laughs) I'm so mad. (laughs) I'm done with this day. Like, why did I come into work? And then, yeah. She was sued. Like this was this ground was probably not properly salted. No, I'm just glad I was the one who saw it, and I was like, "What the hell is this shit?" And then I salted it. It's like this is dumb. <laughs> I hate this. But hey, on the bright side, at least it looks festive out. Yeah, you. Tr- yeah, you're right for the for the holidays, the upcoming holidays. Yeah, the holiday seasons. Mm. We're Navi Tales. I am the creature currently living in the body of Joshua. And you are the creature currently living in the body of Nick. And today we are going to be talking about a very, very special Christmas episode of <laughs> Navi Tales. Oh, we're a video game lore podcast. Yes. And today we're going to be talking about a Christmas game that. I decided I was going to do last minute last night because I got pissed at Mortal Kombat lore. Spoilers. For another episode that I'm sure I'm going to do. Today we are going to be doing Arkham Origins. Yeah. Which I thought of like because my brother and I were talking about it and I usually play that game around this time every year because it's a great Christmas game. It really is. It like is so... I It's... You know what... (sighs) You know when a game's the worst in the series and it's still fucking good? Yeah. That's this game. Pretty much. I think Arkham Origins is by far the worst in the series. I think that it does not have the quality and it doesn't have the everything else that the other three Arkham games have. Right. To the point where they call it the Arkham Trilogy and just forget Origins existed. Well, it wasn't made by the same... It wasn't no, made by, it wasn't made by Montreal, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So it's not even made by the same people. Yeah, it doesn't have, like, the same, like, Mark Hamill's not the Joker in this one. Yeah, it's Tom Hardy. Actually, weirdly enough, Arkham Origins poster. Oh, yeah. I have a, I have a Joker Arkham Origins poster. Um, It's, yeah, it's, like, weird people voice them. But, like, the voices are still great. No, I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah. Like, you can just tell, like, that it's slightly different from the other three because it's not made by the same people. It doesn't have the same right. people... And it. yet, somehow, still a really good fucking game. Oh, yeah. It was a great middle game between Arkham City and Arkham Knight. And it was just, it's really, really fun to play. And it, it, the reason we call it a Christmas game is because the game takes place on Christmas Eve. Yeah. 
Uh, it is also called Origins because it takes place before any of the other Arkham games. Uh, we are dealing with a... Uh, oh, it's a Batman game, if you didn't tell by Arkham Origins. Yeah. Uh, it's a Batman game. Batman! We are dealing with a, a younger Batman who is le- much less experienced, who's dealing with some of these things for the first time. And that is awesome, in my opinion. That's almost as... It's like uh, Batman Year One meets... Uh, I believe the miniseries was called Silent Night, but I think it was called like Silent Night K N I G H T. Because of course it is. Yeah, so it like it's based on that where it's Batman on Christmas Eve, and uh, a little bit of Year One thrown in, which is the first year of Batman. Uh, I like that shit almost as much as I like Old Man Batman. Yeah, it's like uh, the two ends. Is this the first? comic book video game we've done on this because i can't think of another one we've done i believe so so if that's the case something you should realize about nick and i is i mean we've done stuff that have that were games first and then had comics but i'm pretty sure this is the first that was a comic first and then a game nick and i as much as we all love video games and video game lore we also are big into comic books um if you can't tell by my ranting about injustice every day, uh, we we really like comic books. You know what I read recently? Speaking of comics, what up? So, um, you know how I've been reading like the current run of Guardians? Yeah, I wh- real quick after we recorded last week's episode, I uh, repurchased Marvel Unlimited, which is a subscription service that you can pay for. It's great if you use the code Punisher, you get your first month free. Um, and it, uh, yeah, it's basically, you have unlimited access to their online catalog, which is like 2 million books or something like that. It's like a crazy amount. So we, we've just been like devouring those. I've been reading all of Secret Wars because I'm trying to catch up on that. And I saw that you were reading Guardians on it. Yeah. So I read one recently. I'm not fully caught up, but I'm like a couple behind, but the, currently they're stuck on earth because their ship blew up. Um, so there was a whole thing about Groot. And it was like, it's like during, I don't know if it's, I think it's like during or like immediately after the whole Tony Stark versus Inhumans thing. And like, they're like. The superior Iron Man. Yeah. They're all like, oh, don't like try and stay away from people because people like freak out if they don't know. Yeah. There's the Terrigen mist all over Earth now. Yada, yada, yada. So they were like, Groot, stay in the park. And so like this, this is like the whole thing of like Groot, like knowing he has to stay in the park because everybody told him to because like the humans like fear weird things but like there's crime happening so he wants to like help out and he fights like the armadillo and like (laughs) stuff like that but the entire book is written like dr seuss and it's fucking fantastic oh i need to read that it all rhymes but like is forced rhymes in some spots but on purpose like i think to like kind of like satire yeah but it's like it's so great Meanwhile, and it's just all about Groot. Meanwhile, I'm reading Secret Wars where, like, Doctor Doom is literally God created the universe and his throne is the roots of Yadrasil, the world tree. Yeah, I need to read that too. And he's got, like, his police service are Thors from different universes. Like, to become a member of the Thor Corps, you have to be able to wield a hammer. 
So, like, there's trials of, like, young men trying to pick up hammers. But, like, and if you can do it, you are inducted into the Thor Corps. You are the police service of Doctor Doom. It's fucking awesome. That's fantastic. (laughs) It really is. And that's where uh, that Groot that I showed you in that Marvel game I'm always playing comes from. Like, that's one of the Thors is this Groot that is able to wield the mule there. That's fantastic. But, yeah, anyway. Obviously, we also really like comic books, and this is a good bridge between those. Uh, Growing up, I was a Marvel boy, uh, and I still have a soft spot for Marvel, but my favorite superheroes are generally DC superheroes. Um, My favorite's Green Lantern, followed by John Constantine, who's less of a superhero, although he interacts with superheroes a lot. He was even in charge of his own division of the Justice League for a point, but he doesn't wear a mask or anything. He goes by his regular name. He's He's a sorcerer. Uh, and then my third favorite would probably be Hellboy, which is Dark Horse. So, yeah, I grew up reading Marvel, and I still love Marvel comics to the point where I pay to read more Marvel comics, but my soft spot's always been for DC heroes. Yeah. No, it's, it's I didn't really grow up reading comics a whole lot. It was more of a later thing in my life that I started doing, but... It was always great. Like, the movies always got me super into them. Like, the original Batman. Oh, yeah. Uh, the original, like, Spider-Man, the X-Men. My, all that stuff. And my dad's favorite superhero is Spider-Man. The first comic book I ever read was a Ghost Rider-Spider-Man crossover. And I thought it was fucking awesome. That's why, even though I understand that he's a total edgelord, I love Ghost Rider. Yeah. Like... He's great. I He's, like, this edgy motherfucker because he's, he's just a skeleton on fire. <laughs> And like in leather, in leather, and rides a motorcycle that's also on fire. But like, I have a soft spot for Ghost Rider. Yeah, he's pretty dope. Uh, but we're not talking about Ghost Rider today. We are talking about Batman, and I mean, I like Batman too. Who doesn't like Batman? Okay. It's just one of the things. Is like, how can you not like Batman? So uh, we're gonna dive into Batman Arkham Origins as our Christmas episode. There's a lot we've been dealing with so far this episode, <laughs> setting up a lot. But let's dive in. So starting on Christmas Eve, Batman, still on the younger side of things, stops a jailbreak at Blackgate Penitentiary that is led by Black Mask, who is a mafia-like villain in Gotham City. Um, No superpowers. He just wears a black mask. And some... Some writers have, like, made the mask enchanted. I've always liked the idea that he knew how Gotham City worked and he needed to have a shtick. Because it's literally been his thing before. He's like, you gotta have a personality to work in Gotham City. So he just wears this black skull mask. Executing the police commissioner, he then escapes on a helicopter. He leaves an assassin he hired behind, though, Killer Croc. At this point, less mutated than he eventually will become. Defeating Croc, he finds out that Black Mask has put a $50 million head on, uh, hit on his head, and that eight of the world's deadliest assassins are in Gotham City looking for him, including Croc, who gets tied up in a fence and left for police. I don't talk about all eight in this, because a lot of them are side missions. Yeah. Or barely show up at all. So, I'm not going to talk about all eight. I'm going to talk about the ones that are the most important in this. Yeah, the ones that... If you want to find out what happens with all eight, play the fucking game. It holds up today. Oh, yeah. It really holds up to the yeah, point where can... I play it every year. Is it part of that, um... It isn't. That remaster? I've... You know what? I'm not actually surprised that it's not. Again, they it's don't. Not, it's, it's not the, the Arkham trilogy. trilogy, but o- Origins fits in somewhere, too. So, is it just Asylum and Asylum City? Asylum and City. 
And then Knight came out for PS4. Yeah, I was going to say, because Knight's already on PS4, so yeah. we don't really need to remaster that. Yeah, it's just Asylum and City. My brother's playing through City again right now, which is also part of the reason I want. I was have this on my mind. Well, because like, when, when you said that we were going to do this, I was like, oh, I kind of want to play this. But then I was like, I also have a bunch of other shit I need to play first, so maybe not right now. Yeah, that's why I didn't play it this year, because I have so much to play right now. We'll talk about that later. Um, but yeah. is it, This is the... The beginning where he like goes doesn't he like go into the penitentiary as Bruce Wayne? Or am I am I thinking of a different game? No, you're thinking of City. He goes into Arkham City as Bruce Wayne. Okay. Uh this one that like he gets the call that, like he's like if I remember correctly, he might be flying in the air in the bat plane or whatever. And he gets the call like, Oh, there's a breakout uh there's a jailbreak at Black Eight Penitentiary and it just starts you off in there. Gotcha, gotcha. Thinking of who would know where Black Mask is, uh Batman goes to Penguin Ship. Which is also a spot where Penguin sells his uh, arms out of. Not literal arms, uh, guns. Guns. Weapons. He, he, he has all his hands. Yeah. <laughs> he got a box of hands. Real quick. Oh, God, I love the visuals in this game, too. They made such cool... His character's so cool in this. One of the things I, I've always liked is at this point, ba- um, Penguin doesn't wear a monocle. Yeah. Because uh, it's too early. Because it's too early, and what ends up happening ev- after this point eventually is he is. W- it looks like he's wearing a monocle. What it is is he had the bottom half of a bottle smashed into his head, so it looks like he's wearing a monocle, but it's actually the bottom half of a bottle. It's like I like they made these the characters in this really rugged, which I've, like Calendar Man's probably the best example, who's like a throwaway villain. Yeah. But he's creepy as shit in these games. No, he really he's is. He's like this large, like he's like an overweight bald guy and around his head, he has like all the days, all the months tattooed around his head. And he talks in rhyme. Yeah. And it's like always riddles. about like days of the month. And like, I, they even made him like, fucking creepy we're at my spoiler podcast so I'm gonna talk about this they even made him fucking creepy when you meet him in city he goes I was there at your beginning and I'll be there at the end at, at the beginning of origins Black Mask is trying to break out Calendar Man because Calendar Man is scheduled to be executed that day and then they execute Lowell and Calendar Man breaks out so he's there at the beginning and then when uh, Wayne Manor blows up at the end of Arkham Knight he's there too he's in the crowd like, you can see the tattoos and stuff. He's there at the beginning and there at the end. It's fucking incredible. I don't know why Calendar Man is the most badass character in this. It's ridiculous. Wasn't there, like, a whole thing where, like, years later somebody, like, deciphered some of his riddles? Like, years yeah. later after the game came out. And I just remember, like, seeing, like, articles and articles about, like, Calendar Man from... I forget which one specifically uh, it was. It was City because what happens is in Arkham City... It, it encompasses Black Eight Penitentiary and, Ar- and Arkham Asylum, I believe. But yeah. at the, in the basement of Black Eight Penitentiary, everyone's broken out because now Arkham City is like uh, this whole prison. There's like, this whole prison devoted to just keeping Gotham's crime in it. Yeah. And like, so why would you stay in the prison in this giant prison? But he was the only person still in his cell, and you could go visit him, and he would just give cryptic ass messages because he's a fucking badass. That's like a fucking Zodiac Killer. We were just talking about Zodiac Killer with my mother. Yeah, we were. So, like, it's kind of like that, where he's just giving you these cryptic messages to break, to, like, decipher. And they actually, like, are still deciphering them. Like, it's awesome. Mm. I don't know why Calendar Man's a fucking badass. I don't know either, but but I'll take it. Yeah, whatever. 
So um, at Penguin Ship, he runs into both Deathstroke and the Electrocutioner. Again, I got a tangent. Electrocutioner, my brother and I have been making fun of for years. I absolutely love the name. I love the character. Uh, I, I believe I even say it this in this. Yeah, he has a, he's, he has an outrageous name, um, and is an outrageous boss fight in itself. Yeah, and because like you go up to that, you know, he's like in the middle of this coliseum that the penguin has put on this freight ship, so, so that like he his men could fight it out. And he's like, come face me, Batman. And he like, you go to fight him, and you just punch him in the face once and knock him out. And then the whole place gets stormed by all of Penguin's men. But like, you're about to fight him, and it looks like it's going to be a real fight. And you just punch him once, and he's knocked unconscious. <laughs> he's like, he's a total joke. He's just Indiana Jones that. Yeah, he is a complete joke, and I love it. That scene, by the way, was supposed to be a fight scene. I know, but he was sick, so they <laughs> yeah. made into that, which... It's, it's just one of those. So much it's just one of those things. It's just like it's so much better because of an accident. Yeah, if I remember correctly, he had the shits. Um. Um. So yeah. So then he he fights he fights all of them, and then the penguin tells ba- uh, Batman that Black Mask was uh, murdered in an apartment complex. What? Excuse me. Going to the apartment complex, Batman finds the body of Black Mask and his girlfriend. However, he also finds out that the that this Black Mask isn't the Black Mask, but instead a body double. However, the most important clue is that he finds who the killer was, and it was supposedly a criminal he'd never heard of at this point. Goes by the name The Joker. Never heard of him. So <laughs> never heard of him. I like I mean, I do like how they like use Black Mask a lot in this game, even though we gotta get to the Joker at some point, because the I, Joker is the pinnacle of everything, but... I feel like... I, so I love the Arkham games. I really do. Oh, they're I do, all too. such great games. I feel like they're so afraid to take risks, though, because they, they're worried they'll piss off comic book fans. Probably. Like, with this, they had to put the Joker in it. But, like, you could have just done this entire game and had Black Mask the villain, and it would have been fucking great. You really did. I mean, you really could have. Like, it, it would have been awesome, but, like... You have to put the Joker in because Joker and the Bat, like, it's always a thing. But, like, you could take that risk. It's, it's okay. It's the same thing with, like, Knight. I mean, Knight. But that not, was my biggest complaint about Knight. Knight, not as much because he's dead, spoilers, but he's still the, he's still in the game. Right. And, I mean, even the character of Knight, like, they were like, oh, this is going to be an all-new character. But, like, we're looking at him and I'm like... You look a lot like Jason Todd. (laughs) Then I'm like, I really hope you're an all-new character. Like, I was hoping, like, the Hush storyline... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. ...would, like, this would be what the Hush storyline becomes. That'd be dope. Where instead of, um, whatever that character's name is, I forget his actual name is. (sighs) I forget his name, Instead of him becoming... He's that doctor. Yeah. Instead of him becoming Hush, he became the Arkham Knight. Yeah. Where he, like, he's like, I'm gonna be the new Batman. Even going so far as to being the new Bruce Wayne. Like, oh, cool. Like, let's take take some liberties, take some risks. No, you just made Jason Todd the fucking Arkham Knight before you made him the Red Hood. Congrats. You've done what everyone thought you were going to do. Like, they didn't take any, they didn't take enough risks. Like, you took a lot of cool liberties and risks with, like, character design and um, even characters dying, like Talia al Ghul dies. Mm-hmm. Like, they took a lot of risks with that, but I, I feel like they just didn't when it came to, like, broad story. It was really unfortunate. 
Like I, it could have been so cool to just have a game where you're fighting Black Mask. Yeah, especially no, as a younger Batman. Yeah, but and like, don't get me wrong, I, I do like the Joker in Origins. Like, I think that it, he it's one of the best versions other than Asylum. I thought he was boring in City. I got to be honest. They should have done City more about gang, gangland kind of yeah, stuff. I think Asylum's my favorite. I was talking about this with my brother. I, I'd i say Asylum's probably my favorite, too. I just love, like, I still remember just, like, going, like, I know that, like, it's more linear because it's not super open, like, City or Arkham. And, but uh, you're uh, also night. in an asylum. Yeah, you're in an asylum. So and, like, the just having, works. like, the Joker pop up on TVs every once in a while just to taunt you. It was just it was just And, great. like, the fact that, like, you had the party list where he was breaking out people on the party list. Yeah. So you kind of knew who was going to be broken out and who wasn't. So, like, you knew that, like, Ivy wasn't on the party list. So if you run across Ivy, she's going to be pissed at the Joker. Like, shit like that. Or I think Ivy was on the party list. I think it might have been... Uh, Bane, who wasn't on the party list? I don't know. But, like, the the game worked so well because it worked within its own limitations. It's like Silent Hill. Silent Hill is so eerie because of the fog everywhere, but that fog is just because they couldn't render anything past that. So, like, it was working within its own limitations. Like, sure, it was linear, but, like, it was linear, and it, but it made sense why it was linear. Yeah. It wasn't just linear for linear's sake. There were cliffs on either side. It was like you were in the asylum. You're working around the asylum. And, like, Joker's got this area, like, blocked off because he's in charge of all of this. Like, it worked. So. I want to play that game again. I, uh, I redownloaded both of them, so. Damn. <laughs> Might have to. I think it might be on sale. Like it's on that holiday sale right now. Oh, if it is, you should definitely pick it up. <sighs> Shit. Anyways, <laughs> back to origins. Um, needing more information on the parties involved, Batman breaks into the GCPD or the Gotham City Police Department for you uneducated folks. For you uninitiated folk. <laughs> um, he encounters Captain James Gordon, um, who doesn't trust Batman at this point. We're not at that point where they are all buddy buddy and they work together. Yep. This is early, early on. Um, and, uh, uh, the GCPD SWAT team who are also, who are so corrupt that they are looking to kill Batman because they also heard about the bounty on his head. Which I thought was a great way of getting the GCPD SWAT team involved in this. They were like, there's a bounty on the bat's head. Let's take it. Yeah. Um, so following the advice of Gordon's daughter, Barbara, Batman goes in through the sewers to gain access to where he, uh, encounters Black Mask's crew planning explosives. He uh, he also finds out that the real Black Mask was kidnapped by the Joker to access Gotham's uh, to access Gotham Merchants Bank, which Black Mask runs because every bank in Gotham is run by the mafia. <laughs> yeah, like somebody owns some bank. Yeah, like Two Face owns a bank. Yeah, Two Face. No, Two Face owns a garbage company. I thought he owned a bank. Uh, no, he owned a garbage company because he was taking out the garbage of the banks and then breaking into them. Black Mask owns a bank. Penguin owns banks. Like, uh, Going to the bank, Batman confronts Black Mask, who reveals himself to actually be the Joker, who has taken full control of Black, Mask, Black Mask's crime uh, uh, empire. He then chases him to Sionis Steel Mill. Which is also owned by Black Mask. Um, where he frees the real, real Black Mask for realsies this time and def- fights and defeats Copperhead, who is another assassin. 
Uh, and what I didn't talk about at this point is uh, she almost kills Batman through poison. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, you barely get a cure in time and you kill and you beat Copperhead at the same time. So, like, Batman is worse for wear at this point. You need to remember, it is a younger Batman dealing with this shit for the first time. Yeah, it's not a- the first time he's been Batman. He's been around. But, like... He's not as experienced. He's never fought Copperhead before. Yeah. Uh... Tracking the Joker to the uh, Gotham Royal Hotel, Batman finds out that the hotel is rigged to explode and the guests inside are hostages. Ooh, I got a Snapchat. Meanwhile, the Joker is meeting with the assassins as to why they haven't killed Batman, which, by the way, is my favorite scene in Origins, where all the assassins are around the Joker and he's being like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Why haven't you done this yet? Yeah. Uh, it culminates in uh, the Joker throwing an electrocutioner out a window where Batman recovers his electric gloves, which is also great. Electrocutioner is on a rolly chair, and Joker literally just pushes the rolly chair out the fucking window and lets like, uh, Electrocutioner die. It's just fucking great. Uh, but Batman gets the electric gloves. The rest of the assassins leave except for Bane, who suspects Batman will go after the Joker. Another great scene is Joker goes, why aren't you moving? He goes, I think he's coming here and pushes Joker into the chair. Oh, he also like when he does finally come, like you're on, you're like in the roof going to like where the Joker is. Suddenly you get pulled down from the roof by Bane who heard you. Yeah. He reaches into the roof and just pulls you down by your foot. And slams you on it's the ground. It's so great. Bane is my favorite character. He's one of my favorite villains. I think Bane is one of the most layered villains in Batman's arsenal. Yeah. Like Batman's rogues gallery. He's just like, has, he is on, he's just himself. He doesn't have a shtick. This is just who he is. (laughs) He is just Bane. He is just Bane. And like, he is, I think the best match for Batman, even in wits, in strength and everything. Yeah. Like he is Batman's match. He, he is the one who broke the bat, which we can never forget. Joker, never forget. Joker may do all this shit, he broke Batman's back yeah. and then ruled Gotham City for that time. Like, even when you look at the Forever Evil stuff, when uh, the uh, the the alternate version of the Justice League, the evil one with Ultraman leaving it, uh, I forget their fucking name. I wish my brother was here. He remembers all this shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember um, it either. They, they let all the people out of Blackgate and Arkham and Gotham, and so Gotham was being run by the uh, these criminals. Bane ruled the city. He was like, this is my city now and I will protect her. <laughs> That's all he wanted yeah. was to do what Batman's doing, essentially. To be the one to beat Batman and then take up his mantle. He so, wants to be the Bane. So he he was the one who ruled. The Bane man. He ruled Gotham City. Anyway. Uh, the rest of the assassins leave except for Bane, who suspects Batman will go after the Joker. Batman eventually finds the Joker on the roof, but is forced to fight Bane. Alfred alerts the police so they would intervene because Batman seems outmatched because he fucking is because Bane's badass. Escaping, Bane fires a rocket at the hotel with Joker in it, sending him flying. Batman saves him, and the Joker is taken into custody at Blackgate, where he's under the care of a one Dr. Harleen Quinzel. This is where the Joker tells her that Batman and him are destined to be together, which I think is some of the best writing in any of these fucking games. You're going through, you're playing as the Joker, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think so. Like, during the psychology scene, he plays the Joker, and it basically goes through how he became the Joker, so it's the whole Red Hood thing, 
where like he was the Red Hood and became the Joker or whatever. But like how he says it, it sounds like he's telling Harleen how in love with her she, he is. But he's not saying that. He he believes like when he's talking about being destined together, he doesn't say to whom. Like you know cuz you're playing, it's to Batman. Yeah. They're destined to be together. But to Harleen Quinzel, it sounds like the Joker believes they're destined to be together. And it is one of, I think, the coolest layered writing things. Because, like, the the script for it, like, you could totally see why Harleen would believe that. But you know because you're playing the game and seeing all these things as you travel through the Joker's mind that, like, he doesn't mean this towards Harleen. He means this about Batman. Yeah, all he cares about is Batman. It's great. It's It really is great. At the Batcave, Alfred asks uh, Batman to stop this uh, considering, stop like going out. Yeah. Considering uh, he almost died several times already that night alone. Um, but of course, Batman doesn't listen because he's stubborn. And his parents got killed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Apparently, that's why he does this. <laughs> so he he goes back out and discovers uh, Bane knows he is Bruce Wayne. Um, then Firefly attacks uh, Pioneer's Bridge which makes uh, Batman and Gordon uh, have to work together for the first time. Um, during this, uh, Bane breaks into the Batcave and almost kills Alfred, only being saved by Batman uh, restarting his heart with the electrocutioner's glove. Um, and in the meantime, Joker has also started a riot at Blackgate Prison. Yeah, he was having fun. Yeah. We're all having fun now. We're all having fun. The fucking... I wish it was like... The thing from Injustice where like Alfred beats the shit out of Superman. God, that was one, one of the, of the best greatest parts of the comic. Ever. You just head Batman, Superman. Batman had just made the first uh, super pill, which basically puts everyone at the same strength as Superman, aka it gives us a reason that Batman can beat up Superman in a fighting game. Um, but he had just made the first one, and then Superman broke in and was beating the shit out of Batman, like, like trying to kill Batman, and Alfred took the pill. So Alfred now has the strength of Superman, and he kicks the shit out of Superman, to and to the point like, and the entire time he's like, "You will not hurt my family anymore," because like at this point, Dick's dead. Yeah. Um, I believe Damien has like went to Superman's side, like all this shit. He be, he kicks Superman so hard in the face, his shoe disintegrates. It was awesome. It's so badass. Alfred is like just beats the shit out of him. I wanted him as a character in the second one. Should have gotten him instead of the Joker. Yeah, we fucking should have. We should have got him instead of another Mortal Kombat character. I mean, Batman works with Gordon to retake the prison. Confronting Joker in an electric chair, he gives Batman a choice: kill Bane or allow Bane's heartbeat to charge the chair and kill the Joker. An ultimatum, because Joker likes those. We're killed someone here. There's no way out, Batman. Yeah. Tee hee hee. You're going to have to kill because Batman doesn't kill. Batman stops Bane's heart, causing Joker to leave to go blow some shit up. I'm not kidding. But then <laughs> Batman restarts his heart with the gloves. Bane then injects himself with the prototype of Titan, which becomes a major playing point in every other Arkham game. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Where uh, it's uh, Bane, if you don't know the character in the comic books is addicted to a drug that makes him super strong called Venom. And in the Arkham games, there's a even stronger 
more less stable version of Venom called Titan, um, which turns Bane into a hulking beast, which explains why he has such a drastic change in appearance. Because <laughs> in Arkham Knight, he kind of looks like a human, just a big one. Um, like he looks like he's potentially human size, but in all the other Arkham games, he is massive. He is just unreally like giant strong like yeah he's he's, ridiculous yeah he's like more ridiculous looking than the hulk uh he loses this battle and because of titan uh suffers brain damage causing him to be forget batman's identity so which is good for batman (laughs) because it's a little convenient batman bane knowing who fucking bruce wayne really is is really not good considering we were just talking about how deadly bane is yeah uh, so with Gordon's help, Batman finds the Joker in uh, the prison chapel. Dismayed that Bane is still alive, the Joker tries to get him to kill Batman again, but Batman subdues him and leaves him for Gordon. Uh, Gordon doesn't chase after Batman because he believes that Batman is being helpful now. And in a radio interview during the credits, uh, Quincy Sharp says that he is lobbying to reopen Arkham Asylum, leading into the next game. Right. Um, so that's, that's what I got for origins right now. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about was, and and it's one of my favorite moments in any of these games is that during one point, about halfway through the game, about at the midpoint, you're going from one end of Gotham to the other end and you get a call from Alfred where he's just like, master Wayne, it's midnight, Merry Christmas. And I'm just like, and just how he says it, like yeah. the delivery, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, I don't want you out there. Yeah. Like, like it's Christmas. Come the fuck. Home. Yeah. It's Christmas. Come home. Come home. Like, but it, it's just like how he says it. And it gives me chills still like thinking about that, where like, that's all he says. Cause like normally he'll like update you with mission stuff, do all this, do all that. That's all he says. Yeah. And it is Batman is now working on Christmas day. So yeah. This game is really... These games are really well written and voice acted. Oh, absolutely. Um, Um, I really, really want to play them again. (laughs) And some of the characters in them are great. We're not even touching... Like, one of my favorite characters in the Origins game was... uh, They do Anarchy. Yes. And they they do do him very different from anyone else. And I loved Anarchy in Arkham Origins. Yeah. He was like... He goes, like, in in normal uh, comics, he wears, like... He looks like V for Vendetta, basically. Uh, but in this one, he's, like, a lot younger. Like, he's a kid. Like, a late teens, early 20s. Wearing, like, a red parka and just a, a plain mask. And he's like, I have bombs all around Gotham City because this city sucks. <laughs> like, this is, like, a monument to men's, men's sin. And we're going to get rid of all of this. He goes, all the banks, all of everything, it's all going to be gone. So, like, during all of this, Anarchy's, like, by, like... By the end of Christmas, I'm going to blow this shit up. So, like, you're trying to, like, fight anarchy at the same time. You have all the other assassins. I mean, I think I only talked about four. Like, there, there's the whole thing with Deadshot. Yeah. Like, Deadshot's, like, a main, like, really important in the side missions. Like, he's, it's, there's a lot to these games. And there's a DLC for this game, too, where you encounter Mr. Freeze for the first time. Yep. I remember doing that. And at, there's a DLC for Arkham Knight where you encounter Mr. Freeze for the last time. And it's so sad, actually. Yeah. 
Mr. Freeze. But yeah, it's it's really it's well written for the worst in the series. Yeah. Like I I'll praise this game all day cuz it 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 it's was like it's like one of those things where like it's the worst but it's still It was the redheaded fantastic. And it like was treated like the redheaded stepchild. Like it really was. <laughs> but it it still is a great great game and I would recommend anyone who wants to get into the holiday spirits to play a little bit of Arkham Origins uh because it really does also capture Gotham City at Christmas very well. Yes. Like, there's even a point where you're uh, trying to find where the penguin is, and you encounter the penguin's chief officer, who is sitting in a chair with a Christmas hat on, giving out Christmas presents to, like, the other thugs. It's like a whole mockery of who Santa is. It's great. But, yeah, I'm, uh, I think it's a great Christmas game. I agree. I would, I would absolutely play it again if I had more time. And didn't have a bunch of other things. Didn't have to dig out a PS3. Yeah, dude. Speaking of that, Nick, I like we end every episode. What have you been playing, buddy? Near fucking Automata. (laughs) Tell me about it. And goddamn, do I love this game more and more as I play it. You're on like more than one playthrough now, right? So yeah, when I say so, like it's like it's not like a Dark Souls thing, right? No, it's like it's technically more than one playthrough because technically the game starts and then the credits roll. And then you save it, and then you do it again, and you the credits roll at the end of that. But, like, I'm on my third playthrough, quote-unquote, but, like, I'm, I've am i put in, like, 21 hours into the game. Jesus. So, like, the first playthrough took me about 12 hours. The second one took me f- six or seven. And then now I'm going to the third. But it's, like, it's just, like, really well... Like the lore and the story is just fantastic, and we're lore video game lore podcast, so obviously I love it. And yeah, it's well, just like, I'm gonna we we were talking about this the other day. I'm gonna play it, and then we're gonna do an episode on it. Is so like basically you you the first playthrough is you play as the main character, right? The second playthrough, the main character has a partner. You play as the partner, so you're going through the same story, but there's a lot of points where the two characters split off. Or, like, they're in the same mission, same battle, but they're at different points of the battle. Or they just get separated completely. So, it's not entirely the same, but it is, um, like, the overarching plot of the second playthrough is the same. But you get a lot more information that you didn't have in the first one, or that you were had questions to in the first playthrough. Right. And then the third one I'm on is the story past that story. So okay. like the story you just played twice, now it's continuation. And then I think there's two more endings that are important. Is it from what my understanding is like you get like a letter ending. So like I have A B because I did the first two. Um and I think I've read that you should go up to E. I okay. have G, which I randomly got and like started I it was like I started my second playthrough. You start playing as the partner and like I went the wrong way. This is literally the beginning of the playthrough. I went the wrong way because I missed a ladder and you were supposed to go up the ladder. And I was like, oh, it's this way. There's clearly a path this way. And so I jumped off to like the that pathway. And then like it was just like, and then he went off and to study the machines. And then the credits rolled super fast and it was just like ending G. And I was like, all right, that's a thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think you're supposed to get endings A, B, C, D, and E. 
Um, and it's not like you have to do anything special. Like you get, you beat the game. The you buy the game. You initially beat it. You get ending A. It asks you to save. It brings you back to the main menu. Um, your save files there. If you hit continue, it'll start immediately into playthrough two. Like cool. you're supposed to do this. It's not like oh I gotta start a new and you keep like your level. You keep all your items. It's not new game plus, but it's a new game plus. It's new game, yeah. You it's new game plus in the sense that you keep everything. You keep your levels. Um, you keep your items that you kept, um, and all your information, but yeah, it's so great. And then just like this third playthrough, the shit they're doing, it's like the little things that like, that like, if you're, cause you're Android. So if like you're messed up and like this, there's like this whole thing with like this virus, if you're messed up, you go into your pause menu, your pause menu like glitches. Oh, that's cool. So like you're going through your menus, your menus and like the words will like switch, switch around. So like map will say like app. Appen or something like that, and like, Pam. yeah, like it'll glitch and like get worse as like the thing gets worse, and then like there was this whole thing where I was fighting machines that like fucked with your your system, so like shit gets shut off, so like you can't attack for a little bit, you can't dodge for a little bit, your visuals get fucked up to the point where you're looking at like a fish eye, like old ass green, everything's greened and outlined, and it's like it's oh, cool. it's so do- this game, I love this game. It's easy. It's quickly becoming one of my favorite games of this year. Really? Yeah. So that's why I've been super hardcore into that, which is why I haven't picked up Origins after talking about this. You haven't picked game. up a bunch of games that we we've literally been playing opposite games. Yeah. Like with with everything that's been coming out, we've been playing the opposite and and texting each other. Hey, you played this yet? No. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what have you been playing? Um. Zelda mostly. Uh. We are recording this literally a week after the video game awards. And if you've watched that, it was better than E3. <laughs> You're uh, not wrong. They released more content than E3. And the biggest thing that they released, in my opinion, was uh, they announced that night that the new Zelda DLC will come out. And I just finished it. And it was fucking great. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to play it. I will tell you right now, without spoiling anything for you personally, my friend, uh, I didn't expect the final boss. And right. it was really fun to play. All right. I'm excited. I I'm just excited to play that game. It just kind of happened, and I lost my fucking mind. I was like, no, no. <laughs> so, yep. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, it's it's really great. Uh, the the new armors and stuff are great. Like I I've been playing as Phantom Ganon, which uh, is remember Ocarina of Time. Yeah, it's that. No, yeah, I remember what it. And it's great running around as Phantom Ganon. Um. I was using a guide for some of it, which was pretty helpful, uh, just to kind of plow through it. But uh, yeah, it was it's fun, and now I'm just like, because I never actually finished all my side quests in Zelda. Yeah, I know you did, but I didn't. So now I'm just plowing through uh, my side quests, but not using quick travel because I'm like, we're gonna take the motorcycle because <laughs> there's a goddamn motorcycle now. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I might I I turned it on for like a little bit. And like got all the, the quests and stuff, and then I started to do one of the, um. The costume quests, and it was like it it's in a riddle and yada yada yada. And I was like, oh, go to this place, and I was like, I know that place exists. I know what they're talking about. I haven't played this game in so long. I have no idea on the map where it is. <laughs> yeah, that was my thing too. With Zelda. So I was like, I might just look this up. Yeah, you get some really cool stuff. You get like a a saddle and bridle for horses. 
that can make it so that you can teleport your horse places. So Which it'll work great. like it'll work like a roach. Yeah. Like in, in Witcher where you're like you're whistling roaches behind you. That's what your horse will do now. Uh, so I put it on Roach. Because um, Nick have, and I were... We both have horses named Roach. And, and we neither of us talked about it. We just kind of were like, did you name your first horse Roach? And I, I was like, yup. <laughs> like, it's just yeah. like a thing we both did. Yeah, I have like... I forget how many horses you can hold, but I have like... Five? I have like Roach, Epona, the big, the, the big one... And the the royal one. Yeah, we have the exact same horses. Yep. We got some our first horse we ever got. We got Roach. Yep. Uh, then we got Epona, um, because you could get that from the amiibo. Actually, Epona was the most recent one I got. Uh, then you got the big the big Gerudo one, which I named Ford F one fifty on your suggestion. Yeah, I feel. Yeah. And then I got the 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 white Hyrulean one, which I named M M&M. and <laughs> M. I forget what I named those two. I think I named the big one like. I think I named it Ruin. I think I named the big one Ruin. It's actually a pretty solid name. Um, and I forget what I named the white one. Can you rename them? I don't I like don't, it. I don't I... like Eminem for my horse. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. But I, I don't know. I'll look into that later because I'm fucking devouring that game again. Um, but you can also now get a motorcycle. Which is just awesome. Which is just cool. And it's great. So just like riding across Hyrule on a Fucking motorcycles, great. It, it uses fuel though, which is kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, there had to be a downside to it somewhere. Yeah, I guess. But it uses fuel, but even like the animation for refueling it, you have to hold it in your hand and throw it in there. It like the seat opens up, and then you put it in there, and then like the energy all goes into it, and then it closes again. It's just like that's cool. That's awesome. <laughs> like every time I do it, I'm like. Neat. <laughs> I did the entire thing, by the way, just the way I said I would do it as Fierce Deity Link. Yeah. So that was really great. But yeah, I, I've been doing that. I've been playing Marvel Future Fight still, uh, which is just as addicting. And I'm still trying to finish up trying to get the Hulk now. Um, I really should play other games, but my dad stole my Destiny and my brother stole my PlayStation. So he... <laughs> He's he's gone for the weekend, so I might play some this weekend if I have fucking time, because tis the season. But uh, I have two season. fucking Christmas parties this weekend. Wow. But um, yeah, it uh, yeah. So I've been playing a lot of Zelda, and I love it. I'm definitely as much as it's gonna it's gonna kill me to put down near. I'm definitely gonna like you have to do plow through Zelda. Oh, there you go. That's just plow, my watch. It's fine. Plow through Zelda this weekend. You definitely should, and then we need to talk about how great that final boss battle was. Yes. But I, uh, the other thing is that, like we said, the video game awards just happened. Uh, the Breath of the Wild won Game of the Year, which I expected it to. But more importantly, they released more content for fucking anything else than uh, any other day this year. So, <laughs> fucking E3 was garbage. Yeah. They have four days of E3, yet somehow the one, the, the what is it, like three hours of the Video Game Award, it was more content. It was more new content. FromSoft released uh, a teaser for a new game, which we suspect might be Bloodborne 2, which a lot of people I'm sure are excited about, but Nick yeah. and I kind of aren't. Bloodborne's almost flawless as a game, and like adding a sequel has the potential for there to be flaw. And... Uh, I mean, I'm going to play the fuck out of it if it comes oh, absolutely. out. absolutely. Uh, there's, no there's no way I'm not. Right, but like, it's, it's still... one of my favorite games. It's one of those really bittersweet moments. Uh, they released a 10-minute trailer for Death Stranding, which I'm still not sure what that game's about. Yep. 
uh, they released a new trailer uh, for Switch remakes of Bayonetta 1 and 2 and a teaser for Bayonetta 3. Hell yeah. Which I'm definitely, having never played Bayonetta, I'm definitely going to pick up the remakes for Switch and probably 3 because it seems like a game I'll like. Uh, what else was there? I'm sure there was other stuff, but yeah. that's just a quick rundown of some of the stuff. Uh, that's the bigger point. Oh, there was that crazy motherfucker. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The guy with the, the creator of A Way Out. Yeah. He was oh. just swearing and screaming. Fuck the Oscars. <laughs> like, it was... While being interviewed for his game. It was He was great. I liked him a lot. I'm going to buy his game because of that. <laughs> I'm not even going to play it. I'm going to just give him money. Uh, and then they had the the greatest meme of all time, which is thumbs up, baby, and Norman oh Reedus's throat. Yep, which is in the Death Stranding trailer. Ah, oh, fucking hell! But uh, anyway, that's about all I have. Uh, yep. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. We are at Navi underscore Tales. Again, that is at Navi underscore Tales. Yeah. Send me. Things you got for Christmas, because I'm feeling fucking festive. I don't know. You're going to have to do that in the next one. Yeah. I think this episode's going to come out right before Christmas. Oh, fuck, you're right. So next time. We'll, next time, we'll, send we'll, me if, things you got for Christmas. Yeah. This time, send me your your Christmas trees. I'm trying to be nice this time. No, I know. I Yeah. I was just want, I just wanted to, like, because they'll be like, Josh, I didn't get... I mean, if you listen to this after Christmas, but uh, this episode's going to come out before Christmas. Like, right before. It's the Thursday before Christmas. Fucker. I, um... Yeah, so so do that. Christmas trees. Your decorations. Uh, Next year... uh, Next year. Next... uh, (laughs) Not yet. Almost. uh, Next week, we are actually not going to be doing a lore episode. uh, Nope. As a video game lore podcast, that might sound a little bit weird, but Nick and I have decided we are going to do a 2017 in review podcast. Yes. Where we talk about some of the cool shit and games that happened in... 2017. Yeah, it'll and be... not cool shit that happened in games. Yeah, it'll be the uh, the last podcast of the year. It'll come out in that last week between Christmas and New Year's Eve. Yeah. So uh, we decided we're gonna we're gonna look at all the games we've uh, we played that we didn't play, but wanted impor- to play. Games wanted that, to play games but... that we purposely didn't play. Yeah. So um, I mean, uh, I'm sure a lot of it will be rehash of because uh, we we always end with what we've been playing, but we'll go deeper into it. We'll make it a big, this big, huge thing. Kind of reflect with you guys. And uh, I think it'll be fun. Yeah, I think it'll be a blast. I was looking at, like, a list of games that came out in 2017, and I was like, that came out in 2017? Yeah, I was I thinking about that last night. I was like... We'll, we'll go through it after the Because I was looking at my shelf, and I was like, what did I play and what actually came out? Because, like, I know I played a lot of stuff that, like... I'm fucking replaying Skyrim. That came out in, like, yeah. 2013 or something. Um, so... It's going to be fun. It's uh, something I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it, too. But, uh, yeah, with that, uh, I guess we'll uh, see you next time, huh? Yeah, tell your friends. Yeah, tell your friends all about us. And uh, we'll see you. We'll see you next week. Hey, and if uh, you celebrate Christmas, have a Merry Christmas. Yeah, if you don't, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Love you. Bye. Are you getting your thumbs? Get my thumbs. Need my thumbs. In my tummies. In my tummy. Got so much shit in this backpack now.
Like what? You know how you know how we don't have purses? Because society frowns upon men having purses. Yep. Yet they're convenient as fuck. Mm. Shit. I mean, I'd rather just put shit in my pocket. Because well, that's the other thing. We have pockets. Right, right, right. We got pockets, so we don't need purses for, like, our fucking wallets and shit. But, like, you know how, like, ladies can stick a bottle of Tums in their purse? Yeah. Yeah, we don't have purses because society frowns upon that. Yeah. I've decided I'm going to go against the grain, and I'm going to have a man purse, and I'm going to call it a backpack, and I'm going to stick all the shit that I need every day in my backpack and carry it with me most places. I mean, if it's a backpack, then yes, it's not a man purse, it's a backpack. But it, it functions exactly the same. I, I understand that. I'm going to just wear it on my back. Yeah, so therefore a backpack. So, yeah, I've been uh, carrying my backpack to work with all my shit in it. Oh, fuck. I mean, that's fine. Fucking carried my backpack all the, around all the time anyways. Like, every time I went to fucking school. Just... In my purse. Filled my backpack with anything I need because I would literally just stay at school all day when I was commuting because it's a it's fucking my, hour drive. It's my purse. That's what we're calling it now. Get that Gucci. Yeah, this is my. It's my Jan Sports. My Jan Sports. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you, this fucking backpack went through hell with me. I had a Jan Sports and then it and then it ripped and I got this one, but I like this one because it has a uh, it has padding for my laptop. Yeah, I had a backpack that had that too, but I uh, threw all my backpacks away after high school because I was like, fuck you, school. And I was going to college and I forgot that I needed backpacks for that. <laughs> like the first school. Day, first day of college, I bought this Jansport backpack and it lasted me all four years of college and still, like, I use it when I travel. I use it as my man purse. Like, it's just like my go-to and it's fucking great. Yeah, this thing has like gone through hell with me. Still works perfectly. I'm really excited about this backpack, actually. I haven't talked about my backpack in a while. I really like it. <laughs> you get to talk about my backpack. Sponsored by Jansport. So, yeah, have we been recording? Yeah, boy. Yeah, dope. Cool. I, I thought we were. You just never tell me. It's half the fun. I know it is. But, yeah. Uh, so, thinking of who would know where Blast... Blask mask. Blask mask. Blask mask. <laughs> I'm Blask mask. <laughs> I am Blask mask. You just blow shit up. It's just like a dwarf that follows black mask around. And no, I'm not being insensitive. I'm talking like beard and axis. Just he's like I blast mask. <laughs> he has like he has like a black mask on too, but it's like got horns. Yeah. At the bat cave, Alfred. At the bat cave. Back at the bat cave. <laughs> at the bat cave. Gee willikers, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my friends call me Dick. Yeah, kids can be cruel. <laughs> Fucking like one of the greatest lines from Lego Batman. <laughs> You know, I still haven't seen that movie, but that's brilliant. It's so great. It's like he's trying to get, like, Bruce Wayne to adopt him, and he's, like, telling him his name, and he's like, yeah, my name's Richard Grayson, but my friends call me Dick. And he's like, yeah, kids can be cruel. He's not paying attention. He's too busy, like, going goo-goo gaga over, like, Barbara Gordon. He's just like, he's just like, yeah, kids can be cruel. (laughs) That's fucking amazing. (laughs) Oh, I really need to play that. Or, uh... Watch that. You should. It was pretty good.